What's next in the fight against fraud? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Dennis Simmons, the president of Swatcha, and we're speaking a day after Dennis has addressed the FDIC Symposium on Fraud and Online Crime. Dennis, thanks so much for joining me. Sure, Tom. My pleasure. So a day later, impressions of the symposium. Well, first of all, uh, kudos to the FDIC. I think they, they put together just an excellent agenda. There were great speakers. Um, the day was kicked off by Howard Schmidt, who's the White House National Cybersecurity Coordinator, who kind of set the tone for the entire day. It was a, a great lineup of great speakers, and I was just happy to be part of the part of the process. Well, Dennis, give us an overview of what you discussed with the audience. Well, I uh, I was really bringing uh, uh, some information to them about kind of what the threat horizon is, what some of the emerging threats were, or some of these fraud things are popping up. Uh, I was uh, asked to talk about the Financial Services Information Sharing Analysis Center, or FSISAC. Uh, Swatch is a member of that organization and uh, talk a little bit also about uh, what our members have experienced as a result of some of these uh, cyber attacks on small businesses. So Dennis, it's good that the industry was getting together to talk about this, but what were the takeaways? What did you leave there thinking has to happen next or is going to happen next? Well, I I think the the major takeaway was the fact that there needs to be even more uh, collaboration uh, in the industry uh, between uh, the financial institutions, between law enforcement and uh, law enforcement agencies, both at the federal and state level, and and, and the uh, national associations also need to collaborate with those organizations as well. And uh, I think the second takeaway was just a continued theme about awareness and uh, uh, education for uh, what's going on? One of the uh, one of the afternoon keynote speakers was uh, Stephen Cox with the National Council of Better Business Bureaus, and he talked a little bit about what small businesses can do to uh, to help themselves uh, be more protected in, against these kinds of threats. Well, give us a sense of what you're seeing from Swatch's perspective. What is your take on what banking institutions and the businesses need to do to stop the fraud that they're seeing? Yeah, I think there's uh, you know, a number of our members have been impacted. Uh, I've, I've been I've spent a lot of time in the uh, last several weeks talking with uh, uh, our our financial institution members, and unfortunately, some of their law firms about <laughs> some of these issues that are starting to bubble to the surface. And I think there's a number of steps that small businesses and, and banks can take. And uh, let me talk about those in terms. You know. From a small vi- small business perspective, I think it's no different than what we advise consumers, and even the best practices that you see in large corporations. And that's diligence. You're checking your checking your account every day. The you know the tools that are available for uh, for small businesses, online banking, telephone, IVR units, that sort of thing. It's very quick and convenient for these folks to uh, to check their balances periodically. And, and I think the other thing I would strongly advise consumers, small business, anyone that, that, that is concerned about these issues is if your financial institution offers you an alert service that sends messages to your cell phone or that sort of thing, sign up for it. I mean, it's a, it's a really great tool and it, it's very effective. And on the flip side of that, for the banks, I mean, they, they need to offer those kind of services to their customers, the, the alerts, the, the personal touch, the, the, the notion that we're here, we're watching your account, and that sort of thing, because that's 
clearly the expectation that the, that the customers have is that you know the, the banking industry as a trusted organization has to has to you know be diligent about that thing. And I, I think that the other major takeaway for uh, for the bankers is that they need to look at layered defenses about these uh, various things. Uh, we talk about uh, pattern detection software and various heuristic tools that can be deployed and. Uh, those kinds of things, but I, I think that's a key element as, as the size of the transaction, as the risk associated with the transaction goes up, you layer your defenses, you make it tougher for the bad guys to get through those defenses, and you, you send them somewhere else, and that's, that's as, as was discussed in the meeting yesterday, it's more about uh, increasing their cost of doing business. In other words, if it costs you a buck and a half to steal a buck, you're going to go somewhere else. Dennis, the quandary for me has always been the, the preventive measures you just discussed, they aren't dramatic. They're, they're pretty simple things. But the steps aren't being taken now. Where do you see the breakdown between the banking institutions and the businesses on really pretty simple defenses? Yeah, I, I think for – it's two separate uh, questions. I think for the uh, the bankers um, – we talk about uh, you have to be able to go in and sell some of these things to the CEO of the organization, and the first question is asked is what what's the ROI on this? And since you can't measure <laughs> you can't measure the, uh, the, the 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 denominator for your fraction or the numerator for your fraction, it's kind of tough to figure out what a percentage ROI is because it's very difficult to quantify the cost of a fraud loss, but I can tell you that the costs are significant, both in litigation, reputation risk, it's just, it can be very, very expensive, and I think so. My advice to chief uh, chief officer, chief executive officer of CFOs is that when you're, when you're information security folks come in to ask for stuff, don't ask them how much money it's going to save, because it's, the cost is incalculable, but also the damages can be very, very incalculable as well. I think for the small businesses, it's uh, it's just the press of doing business. My wife runs a, she has a small business, and I know, you know from watching her, it's tough for her to be able to say, okay, I need to stop and take care of all this administrative stuff when the phone's ringing off the wall and she's got to talk to a client. So that's, I think that's the thing that is um, that is missing is the fact that you know the, the small business. It doesn't take the time to do some of these things, but I, you know, got to encourage them. I mean, it takes 15 minutes to sign up for an alert service, and it's probably the best 15 minutes they could spend. So, next steps, Dennis. What's going to have to happen next in this fight against fraud, and where can we sort of put back together this breakdown, you know, on the banking side and on the business side as well? Yeah, I, th I think uh, the, the FBI announced at the, at, at the conference yesterday, I think, a very important step that they're taking, which is to um, make it more difficult for the bad guys to get money out of the financial institutions. They've announced a program that they're going to start prosecuting the so-called money mules, the, the people on the ground who are facilitating these kinds of frauds, because even if I can get the money out of a financial institution, I've got to send it somewhere else, and then I've got to get it out somehow. And so typically the pattern is that the money mule gets the money and takes it to a, to a Western Union or a MoneyGram and, and sends the money overseas. And so they're going to be targeting the, the people that facilitate that. So it, there's, a, there's a, an awareness of you know, concentrating on, on the entire scope of the network, including the, the guys that are facilitating. I think another next step is going to have to happen, as, as we talked about. I mean, more tools being deployed. 
uh, more education, more awareness. Um, I've been I've been on this soapbox now for three or four years with uh, with our with our members talking about uh, you know, treasury management systems, vulnerabilities, what they need to be able to do. And I think the small businesses can. Uh, there's a great uh, Better Business Bureau has a, a great online tool for small businesses to uh, be able to. You know, ask here they've got eleven simple questions that they they that you can go through and it just helps the small business assess their vulnerabilities in some of these things. And so there are tools out there. I think it's just that the awareness and the education and and what I what I refer to and what I what I teach people and train people about is something called a healthy skepticism. Um, you know, if you see something on the internet, that you know, you need to be skeptical about it. You know, is, did that email really come from the IRS, or did that email really come from Amazon or eBay? I mean, you you have to be you, know, you have to be skeptical, and that that healthy skepticism, I think, is probably the first line of defense that people can deploy. So, if you could boil it down, what advice would you give to banks and businesses after yesterday's conversation? The the advice really is uh, twofold. Uh, for the bankers, it's you know deploy your defenses, make sure that they're there, layer them, uh, uh, look for the pattern detection stuff, make sure that the transactions that you see are, are normal and, and within operating parameters, and offer alert services to your customers uh, to alert them to any suspicious transactions or uh, significant fluctuations in their balances. And for small businesses, again, it's it's the the price of freedom is 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 eternal vigilance. So uh, you know you have to take time every morning. Check your bank, check your bank account, check your credit union account. Make sure that you don't see anything um, uh, that's unusual. And I think the last point for again for small businesses is if your institution offers you an alert service that talks about you know unusual transactions or overdrafts or um, your balance is getting low, uh, sign up for those. It's, it's cheap, it's easy, and it's free, and it's probably the best thing that they can do. If anybody wants to ask any questions about ROI, I bet you've got some cases you could point them to. Uh, yeah, and they're not insignificant numbers, uh, especially when you get into uh, the, the actual losses uh, and and also the, the cost of litigation. I can tell you I charge a significant dollar amount for my expertise in, uh, in, in helping banks uh, with these kind of cases. So it's, it's, um, it's, it's money saved up front. Well, Dennis, I appreciate your time and your insight, and I look forward to talking with you again soon. All right, Tom, thank you. We've been talking with Dennis Simmons, the president of Swatcha. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.